welcome to the School of Laughs podcast, brought to you by SchoolofLaughs.com. Whether you're an aspiring comedian, a part-time pro, or a speaker who wants to become funnier, this is the podcast for you. We'll break down tools, tips, and techniques. Welcome back to, to the School bigger, of Laughs podcast. Rick Roberts local. here today. And, and now, today I am on location at the headquarters of Disc Makers. If you guys have ever put out a CD, I know you know about Disc Makers. If you haven't put out a CD, you're going to find out about them today. I've used Disc Makers at least three times in the past for different CD projects and have always been uh, very happy with them. And they just happen to have an office here in Nashville, Tennessee. So today I'll be talking with Jeremy, Jeremy Rochford. Yeah. And uh, he is, what's your title here, Jeremy? Official uh, title. Official title would be product specialist. Product specialist for Disc Makers. And how long have you been working here? About seven years. Okay. So you've been around. I've, yeah, I've been here a little bit. Very cool. So even in seven years, I'm sure he's seen some trends come and go and some things that never change. We'll talk about that in just a second. And before we get really deep into it, I want to let everybody know, uh, keep sending in those iTunes reviews because we have just run out. If I had one today, I would have read it. And we just ran out. So we're trying to get to 100 before the end of the year. Make sure you get that sucker in there to us and we'll read it on the air. Otherwise, we're going to jump right into it today. Uh, Jeremy, part of my reason coming here today is to share all the stuff that you know about creating merchandise with the audience. But also, I'm getting ready to put out a couple of CDs this year myself. So I need to know what's kind of up and current and all those kinds of things. But let's go back a little bit. Um, I, I guess I'll go back to 1993 or four when I did my first CD. Uh, I looked around. There was, there was about two or three kind of big companies at the time, and, and Disc Makers was definitely probably the biggest, may still be. And I was looking for not only quick turnaround, I was looking for quality, and I was looking for, uh, I guess, some advice. And I was able to get a Disc Makers product specialist on the phone. They walked me through the whole process and made it pretty simple. And since then, the price of CDs is it's even more affordable to do. It I, is. I think I probably spent five times as much on that one as I might on this next one. So tell us a little bit about the kind of like pricing now. Like what does the average – how about before we even get to that? Let's talk about why. <laughs> I mean, some people have told me, why are you going to put out a CD, Rick? Uh, nobody buys CDs anymore. But I know they do because I'm out there doing it. Why do you think these folks should get a CD? Well, there, there's a lot to unpack there, and especially for a lot of comics. You know, you, you get your – small hopefully great guarantee but you get a portion of the door you want to monetize as much as possible you know you're doing your diligence you're writing you're you know speaking to the mirror but when you get on stage that's really your time to captivate an audience and if you've got them not only do you want to you know try to monetize that as much as possible but if they really like you they want to take home a part of the performance so it's sort of you know doubly if you have something to offer them not only do you get to m make as much money as possible which is great because that pays bills and helps you being able to do it more often get on stage more but also you know when you cultivate a fan base you want to give them something if they want it it, it makes just good sense that you want to serve your audience as well because if, if they like you they want to take it home they want to be able to remember you they want to be able to listen to you whenever they can and so from our standpoint, from the, disc makers, the, the, from the disc maker standpoint, what we really do well for comedians, musicians, anyone really, uh, is the CD and DVD side. You know, we offer full line of disc options for the video as well as the audio. And I think it just, from my standpoint, coming from a music background, and, and not to go too much into the disc maker's history, but you touched on it a little bit, that's one of the things I love working about disc, working for and with disc makers is everyone here in the product specialist role 
we come from a music background. And then we have some people, you know, like me, who, who kind of dabble in comedy. You know, I've got some comedian friends, so I'm very much in the scene. You know, I've, I've taken your course, and it's been wonderful. I've got some friends who I think have been guests on here with, with Johnny W. and a few other yeah, people. Yeah. And so, you know, while I've got one foot, you know, in my past, which was the touring musician side of things, I've also got one foot in, you know, the comedic storytelling, which is what I love to do, as well as, you know, getting influence from Johnny. So I get to see in real time, you know, what's on Johnny's merch table? What is Johnny selling? And man, he's still moving DVDs. He's still moving CDs. So, you know, I think when you get to, to Johnny's level, you, you know that. I think you know that. But I think when you're really just starting out or you're trying to ascend the ladder, you start thinking, well, you know, if I'm just doing these open mic nights and if I'm just doing these free gigs or exposure gigs, how is there a way to get some revenue back? And man, just for the cost and for the time investment, season DVDs are still the way to go. Yeah, I'm amazed at how many times... When I started, there was no doubt in my mind that I wanted to get a CD and whatever the investment in getting those products together, it didn't matter because I knew, you know, 10 times the return on them usually. Yeah. And, and I hear that c- complaint from a lot of newcomers like, yeah, it's going to cost me a thousand bucks to get in this door, 2000 bucks to get this thing made. And they only think about the short term cost. They don't think about the reward long term. And not only is it the, you know, at the point of purchase after a show where people are buying CDs. But you guys have an association with CD Baby? We do. They are our distribution channel. We're, uh, we're brother-sister companies. Yeah. So tell everybody listening a little bit about how, uh, by going through disc makers, you're able to help them in a lot of different ways through CD Baby. Tell us a little bit about that relationship. Yeah. What's great about CD Baby is they handle, for the most part, the digital and online platform, which is works two ways. One, it's a great way to offset costs because you know, if you just have a live recording of your set, Yes, you don't need to do discs. It would be helpful, but if, let's say, you are just bare bones, shoestring, budget, but you have a recording, you can do a straight digital release only, which will get you on iTunes and Amazon and Rhapsody and all all the major players in the digital realm for really nominal cost. And, I mean, less. I mean, when it, when you all till it up, I mean, less than... Depending on which tier you go, less than a hundred dollars right. gets get you launched, and you can yeah. And so all you're doing then is you're just driving traffic to iTunes or wherever you want to choose as your distribution channel of choice because you'll be available on all of them. It's just where do you want to send your audience, linking from your Facebook or from your .dot com or wherever you're sending them. And so you know there's definitely two ways to look at it. There is the you can spend a thousand or two thousand uh, dollars. You definitely don't have to. You know, what what normally the questions I ask anyone if they're getting started is to think about this next year. You know, think about where you are now. Think you want think about where you want to be a year from now and think of all that's in between for most people, like literally ninety nine point nine percent of the people, the iTunes and the CD baby distribution makes the most makes so much sense. But then you start asking about discs and you start saying, well, are discs still relevant? And, and the reality is yes. And, and definitely, I don't want to say definitely, but when you start looking at the, the clubs that you're going to be playing and the venues you're doing, a lot of them have a two-drink minimum. And a lot of them are going to be, a lot of those people who are consuming the drinks may be in a really good mood by the time they get to your set. So they may be a little bit more apt to buy something that night. Right. Whereas if you have a digital-only platform, Maybe said maybe said person is still a little bit tipsy. They love you, but then you have to say, well, uh, you know, here's a sharpie. Here's my website. Maybe you won't lose the paper in the next 24 hours. Maybe you won't be hungover. But when you actually have a captive audience, there's no better time to to offer them something. And so for that realm, CDs and DVDs still are just an absolute home run. 
Yeah, I wonder if people even know like the pricing once once they have their production done. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys don't go out and record this stuff for them, <laughs> but once they bring the product to you, the cost of a DVD replication and duplication is very similar to a CD. I mean, it's it's not even a dollar difference. Oh, very much. So. I mean, if in in everything really works on the economy of scale. And so, you know, you can start at a thousand. A thousand is really where you hit your sweet spot. A thousand when CDs. A thousand CDs mm-hmm. or a thousand DVDs. It, it's just sort of your standard replication run. And, you know, depending on what you're looking at in the time frame, you can get CDs in jackets for as low as 79 cents a unit. DVDs as low as 89 cents a unit. And you start looking at the, the investment from those terms. You're like, wow, if, I, if I'm only really pouring a dollar into this and I'm turning around, I can sell it for five. I can sell it for ten. And, you know, yes, there's definitely the concern where someone's like, I don't know if I want to get a thousand. And that's where I like to have the conversation about the year long process, because for a lot of people who are just starting out, they're saying, ah, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to move a thousand. Mm-hmm. And then you have to start stepping back and say, and that's where, you know, working with a product specialist who does this on a daily basis, who works with comedians knows to ask what questions you know you start asking the question okay this is your first this is what you have when do you think you're going to record your next one well i don't know okay so right now we can say that this is your your only offering so how long do you think this is going to last okay well do you have anyone who you're looking to get this in terms of booking well yeah i've got probably about 50 to 100 people who would love to have this all right so you've already got 100 gone so you only have 900 how many do you think you're going to sell well you know, I do about five open mics uh, a month. And so you start adding up the numbers, you know, five, 10, 15, 20 a night sold really starts to add up. And you can go through a thousand really quickly, especially when you factor into, you know, the ones you're going to give away just as, you know, meeting comics, meeting booking people and just promos. Yeah, that's one thing that I, I may have mentioned earlier in different podcasts, but I look at my CDs now as an 89 cent business card oh, very or much 79 so. cent business card. When I do corporate events, I'll mention from the stage, I've got CDs if anybody's interested, and they come up to me after the show, you know, and they'll get, how much? And I say, because you're interested, it's free. And here's another one. Give that to somebody else that might enjoy what I do. And it becomes a way to get in the door with other companies and other people that aren't there at the primary performance and make a friend there in the company that was. And you know, what did it cost me? A buck sixty, buck seventy total f- to hand those two things out. But the return on it, one gig, oh, yeah, is yeah. enough to go ahead and buy another thousand CDs. So it's it's funny, like it only takes one or two gigs to come from that. But if you don't have that, what am I going to say? Hey, if, if I tell somebody, if you know anybody who wants to hire me, uh, give me a call. They're never going to call you. But if you write there on the CD, hey, you know, this is my phone. I write my phone number right on front of the CD and say, give that to somebody else. And without a doubt, it it pays off and it, it reciprocates. So. Yeah, that's something for you guys to think about out there is not just how many you're going to sell, but how many doors will this open. And trust me, there's other ways you can sell the CDs too. Um, some corporate events I do, if I feel like they've said yes to the price too quickly, and I'm like, oh, I should have asked for more. I'll ask you, will it make, would it make sense for you guys to also give everybody in the audience a CD? Yeah. I can give them to you at $5 instead of $10 or whatever the case may be. And once or three, five times a year, they, they get into that. So on just those deals, you pay for it. So I'm, I'm trying to let people think outside of just selling them for your 10 bucks after a performance or what have you. Well, I don't mean to laugh at that, um, but it, it's, it's very similar to, to what a lot of artists have done with CD release parties. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've noticed this trend, but what a lot of musicians will do is they'll have a CD release show, and if you pay $15, you get the disc for free. And what they do by that is not only do they incentivize the audience, but also for every ticket sale, they count as a CD sell. So now all of a sudden they're 
pushing up their sound scan numbers. Right, right, right. And so, you know, not only, I mean, especially in, in that situation when you kind of bring it to the comedy venue, you know, if you have someone who's willing to offer you, you know, let's, let's say you'd like to get 800 out of a show and they're willing to offer you 500 and you say, well, if you can do 800, I can give everyone in attendance a free disc. And then they're like, whoa, only costing you maybe an extra couple of dollars but all of a sudden you've just minted an extra 300 you've got your per diem you've got your honorarium right and you look very favorable in terms of the eyes of the the booker promoter yeah absolutely and, and i know some people are still listening saying it's still a thousand bucks or whatever it might be what are the kind of unit costs now that I think the last time I got one it was a CD and the, the jacket, the sleeve. Yeah, the, the, it's, it's like a jacket. pocket. Yeah, jacket. Yeah. That's what they call it. It's just a cardboard. You can get glossy or matte. Uh, really nice quality, and the CD just slides right in there. I've had someone call it a taco. It is kind of like a, <laughs> like <laughs> you a CD literally taco, argue man. with me. Well, and that's one of the challenges. Like you know, disc makers has been around for for so many years. We really are the industry leaders, and with any other industry leader, you're gonna have copycats. And so, which ironically actually is the name of another company. Um, is it really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, and, and at you, least they owned up to it. <laughs> I know. We are copycat um, products. Well, and, and there's so many people, not so many, but enough that it happens to remember. Is you know, they're like, oh, I'm at your website. This is just blah 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 blah. blah. And I'm like, are you at disc makers? They're like, no, we're at disc masters. It's you right and we're like no uh, they use google seo to get you 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 meant to get us um but all but now that you're on the phone yeah but now, tell you what we let's, can do. let's talk about this <laughs> um but no so i mean so all that to say that you know being one of the pioneers you have a lot of people who come along and they're like well you called it a jacket we'll call it a sleeve or we'll call it a pocket or we'll call it a taco i got you. <laughs> <laughs> you can, as long as we know what you're talking about it's really the most important thing but to that point you know going with just the standard jack jacket if you're listening if you can imagine the old vinyl lps just that two-sided cardboard slip disc goes right into it you know the minimum run for that's a hundred you're looking about you know roughly two dollars and 36 cents a unit for a hundred so even if you don't want to go full swing into it you know you can invest 236 get your distribution and, and you're really just launching yourself for probably under you know 350 400 which is objective when you comes when it comes to how much is budgeting. Mm-hmm. You know, I come from the music background. People who spend three hundred fifty dollars on a guitar, you're like, why are you so cheap? Why don't you get one of those thousand, two thousand dollar American guitars? In the comedy world, you know, is it really out of the realm to say, hey, what would it take to launch your career? Right. In those terms, three hundred fifty sounds very nominal. When you realize that, you know, even if you give half of those away, if you get fifty paying gigs in return. You know, right. That covers so much of the cost. It's a good way to test the water too. And well, exactly. And and by doing that, you also could go through CD Baby and have mm-hmm. all those other options out there, the digital options. So you know, minimum three hundred something bucks to get into it. Yeah. And it's interesting, you bring up the the minimum run too, because I I knew one time I was doing a cruise ship, and I asked ahead of time, can I bring merchandise? And they said, what do you got? And I said, I got t-shirts and CDs. Like, yeah, t-shirts, no problem. CDs though, if you sell them. You have to put on the front of the CD like an extra track that says "Thank you for sailing whatever cruise ship it was," huh. and that had to be on it, or they couldn't sell it. Interesting. And so I, I found out about that pr- a little bit too late. I cut it too close before I asked that question and didn't have the turnaround time that I needed. But if there are certain situations where that would come into play, a short run would be fine. Oh, very much so. Yeah. You know, um, I'm also thinking if you had an exclude, you know, a really big gig for a, a great client and you wanted to reward them in some way then maybe doing a special run for them, make sure they prepay and, and buy those things that include. But you could also say, thanks for having me at this Microsoft conference, whatever, on the first track of the CD. So people dial in where they saw you again. 
So a few different options. Well, yeah, and then that's one of the things, and kind of speaking to one of the points you made earlier, you know, there's really only about four or five domestic country or domestic manufacturers in this country. Everyone else just kind of a a go between, if mm-hmm. you will. You know, it's kind of like like guitar strings. You know, there's only like three or four actual companies who make it, but then all the other people slap their brand on it. You know, we're one of those companies. We own our own facility. Uh, our production facility is in New Jersey. Uh, if you're ever in New Jersey and you want to swing by, totally check it out. No is it cost. Pensacola, New it Jersey. It is in Pensacola. Yeah, it's it's right across the Betsy Ross Bridge. Like they're snuggling with Philadelphia. They're that close. Okay. Uh, I say all that to say this, so, you know, if you need something turned around in three days, and five days, because we are the manufacturer, we can do that. Yeah. So, super fast turn, all humans operating it, we, we, we don't just sort of throw you to the wolves and take your money, we are, you know, you call Jeremy, you get Jeremy, you call production, you get production, and yeah, if you get a corporate event or a really high paying, high profile gig that you want to really make something special, not only can we do it. Uh, we can do it in a very fast time, faster than most. Yeah, I remember a couple of times when, when I've used you guys calling, and it's it's so fun to get the New Jersey accent on the other end of the line. Like, you know you've called this makers, <laughs> and you know you've called New Jersey. Yeah, what's going on, dude? You know, and <laughs> I remember this lady that helped me with the project a few times ago. She was just hilarious, and, and she was cool. She would check with me during the process and let me know where it was. Uh, as much information as I wanted, she was there for. So that was always pretty cool. Well, that's one of the things, like, I, uh, <laughs> not, to, not to go on a, rant, a random rant, like, while, while our technical name is product specialists, like, I really feel like we're logistics coordinators. Because really, at the end of the day, what we're responsible is, you know, figuring where you are and figuring out what's going to get you to where you want to be on the time that you need to get there. Because so much of what we do is, is deadline driven. Mm-hmm. You know, I have this show on date X. I have this. What do I need? And what do I have so we can get to here so that everyone wins? Yeah, in fact, that just triggered a memory. My very first CD, I was, uh, as anybody would be, you're super excited about getting the thing out. And you know it's going to sell. And you've seen other people selling after the shows. And I was in Boise, Idaho. Mm. And she called up and said, hey, the order's ready. Where would you like it shipped? You know, just confirming the shipping address. And I said, you know what? I'm in Boise for two weeks. I said, I would love to get 100 of them sent here. And then the rest can you hold for two weeks until I get home and then have them delivered when I get home so they're not just sitting out in the front. Mm-hmm. And she made a couple of little adjustments and shipped me just what I needed there and sold them all and came home. And the next day, boom, here they were on my porch, you know. So it was, it was cool that they could single out just a little bit for me for what I needed at the time. I'm sure it's still the case today, I'd oh, imagine. And it's not just the case. It's gotten so much easier from our standpoint. I mean, we, we do so much volume shipping with UPS. You know, our rates are so low. Um, and the opportunities are so vast, you know, so like hypothetically, let's say you do a thousand and you want them to go to 10 different places. We can set that up. No problem. We take care of all that. We get it all set up. So all you have to do is wait for them to arrive you know, fr- from our standpoint. That's why I feel like it, it, it's so much easier working with a person who can understand your needs. And that's one of the things I really think sets disc makers apart is, you know, you talk to people. Yes, I think there's a whole lot to be said about automation and it's made a lot of processes mm-hmm. quicker and easier. But when it comes down to something like this, which really can be the culminations of someone's life's work, it's almost like your baby. You want to talk to someone. And if someone throws like a kink into the ranch where you're like, yeah, I was going to be in Boise, Idaho, but I got this quick one off in Spokane. Can you send me 50 there and then 100? Absolutely. We can make that happen. Whereas if it was just, you know, sending off a random email to the wind hoping for the best. Right. But yeah, things have gotten so much more fluent and easier in terms of not only, you know, working with us, but even with us through the online portal and such. That's cool. And let me ask you a couple of questions. I'm going to come at it from two angles. All right. Okay. Um, and both these angles are in my mind right now for my projects. All right. So what would be... 
uh, route somebody could go if they didn't want to spend much money um, but still wanted to get a product out there. And then we're going to also look at if somebody's looking for some bells and whistles that we haven't talked about yet, what are some options out there that you guys can provide or any company like yourself can provide? Yeah, and I know I can definitely speak for us because I know that we, we do so much in terms of this. Like this is our, our ballpark, you know. And I think what's great is coming at it from a musician history, there's so much crossover in terms of posters and stickers and just way to self-promote. So I guess normally... Let's kind of, I don't want to reverse the question, okay. but I'll, uh, I'll handle this as though you were coming to me Let's and go saying, ahead and get my CD taken yeah, care of today you, while you, we're you here. Kinda, That'd be great. All right, cool. So you come to me and you're like, hey, Jeremy, um, I'm Rick. I say, hi, hi, Rick. I'm Jeremy. Welcome to, to Nashville Disc Makers. Um, the first place that I like to start with is the time frame mm-hmm. because we are our own facility, but because of that, we can control production schedules. And so we have a standard five-day production an extended 10-day production, which costs less than the five-day, and then a priority three-day. And so what's a great way for someone to get amazing product at the lowest price is to plan. So the first thing that I would want to talk about is, all right, what's your deadline? When do you need these in hand for? Okay, so my pronounced goal over the podcast was having a CD in my hand by the 31st of December, no later. But um, I'm going in to record starting next week. Nice. So once I get it and get the digital master all together um, i'm fine with the 10-day thing it's going to save me a little bit of cash because oh, absolutely nobody knows this is out there yet so a few extra days will save me a few extra bucks right exactly and and then this is where i start having the conversation of all right so we've got 10-day production we've got to get it to you because we got to ship it to you unless you're in you know Pennsylvania, New Jersey proper, uh which a lot of people do. I mean, there are so many people in that area that they're just like, let's go visit Disc Makers because you can. You can just check it out. It's pretty awesome. What I always like to do is start with the end in mind. That way there's never any question. So December 31st is your goal. Boom. So we put that on the calendar and we would walk backwards. So we'd say, all right, so we need to ship this to you. If we go with, let's just say economy shipping, UPS ground, what's great is you get two-day service based on geography Mm -hmm. uh, and you don't have to pay for the two-day. Gotcha. Bonus. So we'd count backwards. I, I should have a calendar in front of me, but we, we count it backwards and we say, all right. So again, for the 31st, we would need to ship on this day, which means production would need to end this day. And then we count 10 days backwards. If we're going with the Christmas and or if we're going with the December deadline, we want to factor in Christmas. Mm-hmm. So we want to factor. And that's those are things other people don't normally consider or right. necessarily consider because comedians are always working a lot of times companies shut down so christmas mm-hmm. holidays you want to factor that into production time as well so we'd count backwards from the day they would need to ship to all right we would need to start production and then we would count back another two to three days for submission make sure the proofing's done making sure everything is ready and the long the short story to this long conversation is you want to allow enough time so that you're not pushing yourself into a corner to where you have to pay more and right. what i mean by that is right. you know you get the extended discount why not take advantage of it? We can do it quicker. It does cost more because you're jumping a lot of people in line, but a little planning goes a long way. Yeah. So uh, if we're if we're just kind of roughly ballparking it, I'd say if we would have everything by December 1st, even with the holiday, that allows for plenty of time, proofing just in case there's any issues, as well as production, shipping, and uh, the economy shipping. Right. And so that's where we would start. So good, give yourself a good 30 days, you know, buffer well and mind you that's just for the christmas mm-hmm. if you're going to do the math think about it like this 10 day production day zero on the front end day zero is where everything gets pulled offline mm-hmm. to press so we're at 11 business days and if we're going to stay once again with lowest price point possible go for the economy shipping uh geographically if you're within a day or so from new jersey 
two-day shipping is going to work great. You want to factor that in. If you're in California, well, three to five is going to be more along the line. Right. So, you know, you just want to take all of those factors in so that when you're setting your, oh, no, I need it by this date, you know, well, he said 10 days, which is true, and that's production. But you also want to keep in mind proofing and shipping. And, you know, a lot of people just either don't think about it or you know comedians are too busy being brilliant writing new material that they forget right. oh there is a deadline right and so one of the easiest ways you know to have a, just a superior product at a really ridiculously low price point is to just do a little planning right and i know from past experience that um when it comes to submitting your masters you guys have templates for the artwork mm-hmm. um you have the format you like it in all that kind of stuff so when you have your your Photoshop person, whoever you, whoever's doing all your graphic stuff for you, I mean, they can go right to this maker's website and download all that stuff yeah. and upload it as well. So, um, I, I, it seems like you also send a. I can't I can't remember. Do you upload and send a copy for proofing, or do you just upload it now then they send you a proof back? We can a printed proof. We can do it all, which is actually be a, a, a nice segue into the next part of the conversation, which is all right. So we've got the timeline down. We mm-hmm. know when you want it. We know some deadlines. We now want to figure out what you'd like to do you know a lot of people with just the cd they're going to look at it like a business card and so they're going to go with the jacket two sides real easy so for them you know there's not too much artwork involved there's a front there's a back there's an on disc you know for some people who are doing a dvd well that's well, like we'll use johnny as an example you know johnny went with the uh the digi pack which mm-hmm. is that cardboard plastic hybrid right something you'd see actually most of the most of the movies that are coming now, out now are either in digi packs or eco wallets and that's kind of the thin cardboard but plastic holder on the inside mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah the two if, if we're just looking at trends in the industry um there's no better places to look than target and starbucks uh you're going to find the eco wallet which is all cardboard right four panel six panel disc slides right in then folds up and then there's the digipack which is the hybrid so it has the cardboard outer with the sort of well, digipack uh-huh. <laughs> glued in and you know there's good cases for both you know for someone who's going a little more eco-friendly younger audience eco wallet crushes uh for someone who's maybe a little more uh, a little older audience a little more contemporary audience they get that girth of digi pack they still their clients their audience still feels the intrinsic value of having something thicker uh-huh. but it's not all plastic and so all that to be said like someone like johnny uh he has four panels to take into consideration and so you just want to make sure that when you figure out how much information you want to convey you get the package in terms of panels that's going to make suit your needs and then yeah just go to discmakers.com forward slash templates you download the templates they're absolutely free uh easiest way for someone to think about it if they're unfamiliar with design is they're like a grown-up version of color within the lines so you have your designer download them put them into the program they know exactly where the bleed the trim and the safety is and then they're ready to submit which kind of brings us to the initial question which is how do we do proofing and we've got a we got a few different options now. You know, I think we've come a long way since 2013. We had this online initiative of how can we how can we make things faster? How can we how can we work with the emerging generation who doesn't necessarily want the hard copy proof? Like they know they've got their design digitally. They know they've got a really good friend who's legit. They've done designs. They just want to upload it and go. We have something that we call the now proofer. So literally, if they export it to best practices and they submit this PDF they'll get a proof within five minutes, maybe oh, wow. even quicker depending on their connectivity speed. Gotcha. And then they're ready to go. Boom, they sign off. We're off to production. Everyone just done. That's not, super that's quick. Nice. Um, there are some of those who are a little bit more old school and they just love the tangibility of feeling like a printout. They mm-hmm. want to see how the ink is going to cure. We still do hard copy proofs all the time. 
it just really comes down to a preference. It's, it's fun. Like you can really see the generation line of those who are a little bit more old school. They want the hard copy proof. They want to see how it cures. And you know, the newer, the newer generation, like they, they're all about quickness. Like just get it to me fast. Right. Seen it. The eye doesn't lie. We're good to go. But because we have, you know, we have people who are musicians in both time frames, both uh, both generations. We we just love doing what we do, so we want to cater to both. I remember in one of my projects, I did have the the hard copy proof. It was before the internet was fast, so mm. I'm sure that everybody was the, getting the back dial up, the AOL yeah, days, oh absolutely, prodigy, absolutely, serve. And I remember <laughs> getting the uh, proof in the mail, and it was like uh, it was like I don't know what the size of the paper was, but it was like a little poster on. Yeah, it's, it's basically like an 11 by 17 cardboard printout so you can see how the ink Yeah, and it was kind of cool. I remember having that in a frame for a while because it showed yeah. my whole project right there and it's something cool that you can put up. Uh, so interesting. Now, I'll also admit too, on my first two CDs I did not uh, use the artistic abilities of the print, the you know, the duplication services. And so I did, uh, I ordered just the CD hmm. with the graphics on the CD and then I ordered the jewel cases separate. Okay. And then I ordered the insert, which is the front and back, uh, not a J card, a U card or whatever it would have been. Oh, the, so the flip up on the sides. Yeah, the tray card. Tray card. And I had that printed locally when I lived in Columbus. And in retrospect, both times, I mean, the quality was fine, but it just was so much more work. And I don't know if I ever saved any money on it. Well, and I'm sure now I wouldn't. Yeah, most people don't. And that's the thing. Like, I, I, The assumption would be that a la carte is always cheaper and then you start doing the math and it just isn't because mm-hmm. what ends up happening is you end up into a situation and and i've seen this happen so many times and, and i guess this is one of those good disclaimers which is you know we have one of the lowest prices out there i, I will say that we're not the lowest but then the reality also creeps in that you really do get what you paid for. I can't tell you how many times people have gone to what I like to call undercutters and then they still come back to us because either the quality was so poor or in one of those situations like like you did in the Columbus days where you were like, I'm going to piece this all together. Like maybe your disc is great, but your front insert looks awful. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're giving that out to corporate execs who can bring you in and like, you know, someone from Dollar General looks at that and... Like, I'm, you're gonna speak to my reps like this is awful like I, this looks like you know something from the dc talk jesus freak era like right, who still does that right and so you you really have to remember that you're, you're making a statement with that even if you're selling it that's a reflection on you yeah I, that's something where I, I try to cut the corners way too much early on and maybe i'll include in the show notes uh the front cover of my six or seven cds so you can kind of see the pro- progress of me f- slowly figuring out that i should hire somebody else to take a professional picture like i, re- I remember taking the oh man just it was too many shortcuts and i look back like when you're in front of a brick wall or yeah like you with a guitar case on oh, i remember track. having a guy come down who was a um an industrial uh, not a landscape photographer but he would he would take outdoor shots of buildings yeah so i got him really cheap <laughs> and he took me outside next to a building of one of the sidewalls at zany's in nashville and uh you know, by the time I got that picture from him and tried to copy it off, it just looked horrible, you know. So some odd stuff. So there's there's definitely corners you don't want to cut. Um, but they can, if they want, just order just a CD themselves, right? And oh, yeah. And the packaging and all, just the disc. Yeah, and that's the thing. You know, Because everything we do is custom and individual for the person's needs, they really can get as much or as little as they want. Um, there does come a time where, because at the end of the day, you know, 
being someone who is who has comedy roots and aspirations you know my general thought process is what's going to be the best for the comedian or the artist and there does come a time where you start asking the question like why are you doing this because if someone does want to go the sort of do your yourself independent route and just get us for the disc by the time you start breaking it down you start i don't want to say wasting time you you, you do waste a lot of time you spend just trying a lot to more pull time. all together yeah. you spend as much if not more money than just having us do it all well, I was thinking about the guy who recently was putting his mixtapes in, oh, the in the McDonald's, McDonald's Happy Meals to get kids to listen to. So I'm thinking if you're going that route. Did you hear what he said? I don't know if he actually said that he was like, oh, I was doing it because I was going to keep their meals warm because it's so hot. Oh man! Yeah, I'll put a, I'll link to that guy too. So, <laughs> so there's a, there's always a lot of different ways you can go about it. Um, so. I've, I'm in a couple different, as everybody is, different groups on Facebook, and recently the conversation came up about uh, putting your product on either a USB drive, which is one option, I'm sure, but I know you guys and other companies also have the download cards mm-hmm. or wristbands sometimes. Yeah. There's different ways you can the sell your product. Yeah, so tell me. Stickers. Yeah, I don't know much about that. So tell me and everybody listening what an option is along with the disc if I wanted to sell a card where somebody can go download the whole thing from iTunes or wherever later for free. Like, how does that, once they buy the card? Oh, yeah, I mean, that's a great a great question. And so the way it's set up is with our CD Baby affiliation. So CD Baby is our distribution channel. So all the downloads come from them. Super, super friendly site. Uh, basically, what it is is you'll buy an increment of download printed material you'll you'll pay for it and so what you do with it is sort of up to you after that so let's say you just get 100 download cards uh you've seen them at starbucks you hopefully know what they are and if you don't they're these little in these little business sized cards that have your album cover on and a redemption code you know once you make the payment they are downloadable to whoever whoever you give them to a lot of people will give them as promos a lot of people who are doing vinyl will include them with the vinyl so they'll sell a vinyl and then they'll have the download as well and basically real user-friendly, you just go to cbaby.com forward slash the album title or whomever. Um, sometimes it's the artist if they have more than one release and, and X, Y, and Z. But it's real. It's right there on the back. They punch in their code, and it's good to go. You can charge people for the download card if you want. You can give it away as a promo. But there's the cards, stickers, wristbands. Uh, it's, it's all available. And I'm sure when we're done, we'll we'll give my information. If anyone's interested, sure. we can totally hook them up with, with whatever they're looking for and answer more questions. But there are so many... It's almost to this point where if, if you can dream it, we can make it happen because we are. We, we're our own printing facility. We have our own dyes. We have our own design team. That's one of the things we, we also offer is, you know, we're not just limited to the print. You know, if some people listening don't have a friend who does design or they have a friend who does design but is super, you know, not able to be counted upon. Right. Like we have a full in-house design team. Same thing with audio engineering, same thing with DVD authoring. So, you know, like a good example of this would be say someone, you know, works out where they're going to have their comedy set filmed and they get it in, let's say an MPEG-4 file. That is a file designed for the internet, not designed for commercial DVDs. So they'd have to have that basically converted to either a DDP, an ISO, or an IMG file, or it'll be like a data disk. So basically, and a lot of people don't think about that. They're just like, I just have this file. It must be universal. Mm-hmm. We have those. We can convert it. It's no problem. So we have all these services available, and it's really just a situation of having a, a conversation, figuring out what the comedian's need are or the entertainer's need is, and just go from there and make the best plan. 
So cool. So with those download cards, I can once I pay the X price for a hundred or X price for a thousand, yeah. I can name. Like it gives me the flexibility, just like a CD would. In front of it, say I'm doing a college gig and I want to give the kids a break. And hey, five bucks, you get my whole CD. Down, you know, on this card, download it. Yep. Or you're doing a fancy schmancy corporate gig and you want to charge them twenty, whatever. It's totally up to you on that point. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, you know, if you're just starting out small, you're doing a hundred. They're forty nine dollars, so it's forty nine cents. If you're doing two hundred, seventy eight dollars. So. You well, know, that's you, really good. I didn't know the price was that low. Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty. They're, they're low. And what you have is you have a lot of people who will give them, and there's there's pros and cons to that because they're so cheap. You have a lot of people who will use those as cards because mm-hmm. they're already business card sized. But the the challenge you have with that is is you're putting some onus on the person you're giving it to to then go and download Follow it. Through. You know, I think what makes the CD still so you know relevant is almost every car is a CD player. And one of the things I always laugh about is, you know, how Apple, you know, a lot of people go, well, you know, Apple don't even make CD drives anymore in their computers. Yeah, but they still sell USB CD drives. Right. So it's almost like they create another way to make you pay them more money. Yeah, I know. I had to buy that sucker and plug it in. Well, exactly. And so it's like, well, if they're still not relevant, then why they make the drive anymore? Right. Now, that just triggered a thought that I hadn't really planned on asking. But are there, what do people do to protect, say, one of their CDs that they get from, is there something you can do to get prevent it from being ripped or uh, there there is it's not popular i don't mm-hmm. know if you remember back in the early uh, 2000s um they came out with the protected cds like right. i think switchfoot had one our lady peace had one oleander when they were a thing um copy protection is doable here's the problem when you buy them and you want to put them from your disc to your computer they're protected right so you can't and so we used to do it back uh, back in the day but we end up getting a lot of uh feedback what happened is we'd sell it to the artists or the comedians their fans would say well, what's going on i can't put this on my computer i can't put this to my ipod and we'll say we well, you asked for it to be protected right. like well i didn't mean this and it's like sorry yeah. that's that's what it is you're protecting them you're protecting the content right and so we just stopped doing it because so many people wanted to take the disc pull it put it in their ipad put it there in their ipod that we just stopped offering it because we got so many complaints right. so the, the the real short answer is it's doable the long answer is take a step back and ask do you want to sure. i want to say punish i hate to say the word punish but do you want to limit those who buy it legally right to and protect the few who are going to steal it and it's 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 usually a comment from somebody that has the least chance of having their stuff stolen <laughs> or they're just they're overthinking it yeah because uh well, be anybody that knows um, the guy's name from Canada who's Russell Peters. Okay. Okay. 90% of his fame came from him uploading his live CD to his website mm-hmm. and not figuring out how to protect it from being downloaded illegally. And so it was downloaded in all these countries and people liked him. And boom, it was the best mistake he ever made because they were getting his stuff for free. Then they, we got to go see this guy. And he's yeah. one of the biggest draws there is out there. Like close to 20 million bucks last year or something like that. Well, I think that's the kind of culture where not to kind of go this way, um, this route with the conversation. But I think with how much, uh, I mean, even when you look at it with in terms of content marketing, we're such a expectantly free society that you start having the conversation of, you know, where where do you really monetize you know your your intellectual property and it's really coming down to person to person interactions the, the reality is is like with anything if someone wants to steal it bad enough they're going to find a way right whether it's 
in a brick and mortar store if they're stealing you know groceries or if they're stealing your content on the internet if they if they want to find a way they're going to find a way it was the but last thing you stole Jerry. last thing <laughs> you stole. it was my wife's heart oh years look ago. at that this guy's good boom hey drops the mic i know right don't drop that mic no. it's the only one i got no. um <laughs> no cool. i well there's actually a book about the the things i stole and, and did for food it's called the gospel according to chubby but we can talk about oh that yeah later. i'll put that in the show notes too yeah jeremy's got a lot of wrinkles to his life man a lot of cool stuff going on you guys. I like the word wrinkle, especially, <laughs> especially when you think about the topic and all of the skin contraction. Yeah, I never think of it. Yeah, that's <laughs> probably the best word I could have used altogether. Awkward. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of layers. Yeah, that would have been that bad, right? There's layers. a lot of yeah, a lot of roll, a lot of, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of portions to his <laughs> life. <A> lot. <laughs> Yeah, you guys will love exercises to it. Uh, I may have to get you on a separate time to talk about that, especially what we talked about beforehand, if that takes off for sure. That'd be um, a good time. Cool. A couple of last questions. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. I would never have thought of that. So as my project gets near completion, uh, same old things hold true, I assume, but I don't know. With um, CDs, is it 80 minutes that a CD will hold still? or 80 minutes, 76 comfortably. Okay. After seventy six minutes, uh, we have to have you sign a waiver, and then oh. I would. That does sound good. <laughs> I know. So so try to keep it to seventy six minutes. But then I'd, I'd also say like, man, that is a comedy routine. Like well, you are just going. I'm just thinking if I wanted to like <laughs> double up on. I have a live CD of my live show plus the the song CD. Gotcha. And I do want them individually, but I was also thinking if I wanted to combine those two, if they would both fit on two. Yeah, seventy six minutes is going to be your max limit without a waiver. Okay. So I'd say shoot for seventy six minutes. Gotcha. Cool. I guess that's really my last question. Uh, the other thing, I let people know how to find disc makers, and if you wanted to give them any personal contact for you, if you found speaking to Jeremy was easy for me, it might be easy for you, but whatever you would like to give them to well, and track I, you down. I, if, if they want to track me down, I will give them a 5% discount. Will they really? Yeah. yeah. If, if they talk to me and they're like, hey, man, I heard you on Rick's podcast, I'll be like, boom, 5%. Wait, that's it. nice. You tell me you're going to do that. Well, I'm going to, can I take advantage of that as well? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> 5% and I'm doing the 10-day run. I'm going to get locally sourced art. We're just no. going to, we'll, we'll just discount it until like uh, we're until you're paying, paying you. Me. Yeah. Uh, this will work out just fine. <laughs> cool. So 5%. Now, how can they go about that so we make sure they, they take care of it? Uh, so Jeremy Rochford is my name. Disc Makers Nashville, if you're locally. If you're not and you're just across the globe, that's great. You can get me direct at 866-744-3553. That is my personal disc makers line you'll get me every time unless you get my voicemail but that just means i'm talking to someone else about the project and i'll call you right back so jeremy rochford disc makers let me know you came to me via rick's podcast five percent off the top and we'll see what other discounts we can get you qualified for man that sounds good oh, man, I love hey i appreciate do. that because every little bit helps yeah oh definitely excellent well thank you very much jeremy for letting me pop into your headquarters here this fully fortified building i it's, see well at least it has the keurig so we're, we're good to go you got a keurig that's right behind you yeah. let's go get a tea let's do it thank you buddy thanks thanks for listening to the school of laughs podcast if you'd like to hear more school of laughs podcast you can find them on itunes and stitcher.com and don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for information on upcoming live and online classes visit schooloflaps.com until next time stay tuned Stay focused and stay money.